The book was better. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Book Was Better podcast. A podcast where we destroy movies and preserve books. <laughs> Sometimes the other way around. Yes. Uh, rarely. Very, very rarely. Um, I'm Kaylee Clark. I'm Taylor Collette. And this week. And we uh, are finishing another we series. Are finishing the Hunger Games series. It's been a wild ride. It has been a really long time since I've read these. And Same. it's been kind of interesting going back and reliving those teenage years. <laughs> right. And I will say that some of my opinions this time around did change. Yeah. But some of them yeah. did not. <laughs> <laughs> I so. think because to be honest, this was only my second time reading Mockingjay. And I Same. will say, reading it through a second time and kind of knowing what was coming did help. It does help. Yes, it definitely helps. Because I remember the first time reading through it having some very different thoughts. So, And being very confused by some Oh things. my goodness, yes. <laughs> but before we jump into that, a few little announcements, I guess. Um, first of all, uh, we have a reading calendar Ouch. Um, we kind of talked about this Woo-hoo. a little bit before. Um, it's essentially just like a three month calendar um, that you can download, print off, whatever. That shows what we're reading, when we're posting episodes, kind of just everything that's going on with us. So then if you want to use that as kind of a reading calendar for yourself, then you can and you can keep up with us and you will be caught up. So when the episode comes out, you'll know exactly what book we're talking about. Um, if you want to submit a fan faux pas, you'll know ahead you'll of know time when. so we don't drop the ball again. Like yeah. we did with the Hunger Games. And also it's just like super cute and stuff. So you just want to like print it and hang it up in your room because it looks cute. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm not biased because I designed it or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Um, And then also I wanted to talk a little bit. So in our last episode, um, I asked the question, was it better having Effie in the movie or should it have been done the way that it was done in the book? And we got a lot of so we got a lot of mixed feelings. It was interesting. I was surprised. Mm -hmm. So I will. So, yeah. So the majority did say, yes, they liked Mm -hmm. that Addie, that Addie. That's my daughter's name. That is your daughter. Effie (laughs) was added (laughs) to the movie and that they liked it better that way. Yeah. However, there were still quite a few comments of people who said, like, that it was really hard for them. And I feel like so quite a few people felt the same way I did, where they weren't really sure how to feel about it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people and it was, and it was didn't like, know. It wasn't like a great majority preferred it. It was kind of close when you looked at it across However, the comments I will say and the poll the results. The people that commented tended to be on the no side like and felt like they needed to defend their yeah <laughs> they needed to explain it they're like not just no but here's my reason yeah 
So um, I thought that was kind of interesting. There I'm was still... not a great majority one way or the other. And so I still don't know how to feel. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so... still torn. <laughs> I was leaning towards. So I fit with finishing the book, though. Because mm-hmm. Effie is still in the book. Like, she still would have made at an appearance at the end, end of this movie. <laughs> very, very end. But, like, it makes sense, right? Like, they talk even in the end of in the end of this book. They explain how as soon as everything went down, Effie was immediately, like, captured and imprisoned and stuff. Which and it was hard. kind of what I said last time where I that's what I thought would happen. It would have been hard for them to get her out. Yeah. So... Still and they torn. said that That's it was like a I'm miracle at. that she was still alive and everything. So, yeah. but I will say just really quick, Elizabeth Banks is an amazing actress. Yeah, everything she, really she does in these movies is perfection. And the costume designers really just hit it out of the park with this one. Yeah. The with ending, all the capital gowns the and the ending wear. outfit that she wears is one of my favorite, her makeup and her hair phenomenal her wig oh my goodness her beloved very missed wigs that she finally got so great so as much as i like don't know how i feel about her story wise i did love that she was played by elizabeth banks with this impeccable acting and amazing costumes and makeup and really some great writing and i feel like if anything i can't say anything bad about effie yeah no i love effie so and I did find myself missing her reading the book. So, again, mm. I wasn't mad that she was added to the movie more. Yeah. But not going to dwell on that. That was a point of mine from the last time. I just wanted to touch on it from the results of the question. But let's get the more analytical, boring stuff out of the way, I guess. Yeah. So Mockingjay Part 2 was directed by Francis Lawrence. Again. again. So... Now Hunger Games is the only odd man out. Like the rest of the movies were all directed by the same guy. And I think in series, that's really important. Yes. It really adds a feeling of cohesion when the director stays the same. I -hmm. feel like it's really obvious in series when a director changes. We saw it in Harry Potter. We definitely saw it between Hunger Games and Catching Fire. Yeah. We'll probably continue to see it as we cover things. Then um, the screenwriters were Peter Craig and Danny Strong again. So that's also the same Mm -hmm. as part one. And then James Newton Howard did the music again, which is also a cohesive thing across all the movies, which I think is really helpful. Well, and I think it's especially important when it's a part one and part two. Oh, for sure. (laughs) So the fact that the entire crew stayed the same, very important because Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going back in time in my notes here. Oh, yeah, they did. They 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 kept all of the same people for part one and part two of Harry Potter as well. But we saw a lot of director changes and screenwriter changes and muse, even music people changes. In the oh, Harry yeah. Potter Everything series. changes. So, granted, there's more of them. There's literally twice as many movies <laughs> in the Harry Potter series. But yes, yes, there are. <laughs> my crappy off the top of my head recap for this one is Mockingjay Part Two picks up immediately where part one left off yes. where Peta had just tried to kill Katniss and she's in the hospital with the bruises still on her neck and they're like trying to get her to use her vocal cords again 
Katniss, as the Mockingjay, gets a little bit more involved in the actual war efforts in the districts and makes her way to the capital where they see a lot of people die, which sucks. And the war finally ends and Snow finally dies, though she doesn't kill him because she chooses to kill Coin instead and then goes off back to District 12 to live like a hermit and then <laughs> finally gets forced to be happy, I guess. It's I'm going to get to All it. Right. I'm sorry. I feel I'm like being, you were throwing a little bit of opinion I'm, into I'm that. I'm throwing a lot of bias in that there. And that's from the book. I'm not really recapping the movie at the end there. The movie's ending is better. We'll get to it. I'm going to talk about it. But. Don't spoil the whole episode. Here's my biased crappy thing. Okay. Sorry. So, um, yeah. And I think I go first, right? Yep. All right. So my number three, grievance, is kind of a big one, I think. So it is, movie, I would say, one of the biggest changes. Yeah. So in the movie, for whatever reason, I don't follow it. I still don't understand why they made no, this No, it's so stupid. <laughs> they have Katniss sneak out of District 13 and sneak to the Capitol. Mm-hmm. In the book, when she's like, I want to go to the Capitol, right? She had just been shot. Yeah, she was wearing the bulletproof armor, but she yeah. was still... She had bruised, bruised ribs and her like spleen was ruptured and all this stuff happened. Well, yeah, it was. A whole and they mess. were like, well, you're not really soldier material. I don't think that's a good idea. And she was like, I have to be there. Like, no, I have to. And they don't just say no. They say, OK, well, it's scheduled to happen in two weeks. Like you haven't been going to any trainings for the soldiers. You haven't been doing any of that. You want to go, like, prove to us that you can be a soldier Step up. over the next two weeks. And her and Joanna, who we, like, barely see in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> because they said the same thing to her when she was like, I should be there. They were like, hum, you are not in good shape. Like, you cannot go. They both start going to the training sessions and are put on, like, a training squad squadron and all this stuff. And they get stronger together and it kind of shows this interesting dynamic and relationship between mm -hmm. the two of them where they both have their own reason to fight they don't necessarily like get along really well they wouldn't call and each other the beginning, friends yeah they wouldn't they, they just kind of refer to each other as allies right like yeah, as like if they were still in the game fighting for the same thing yeah because they both want to kill snow but yeah. it's still just it was really interesting. I think it was really good because it kind of showed how Katniss went from because in the book, it even says like in the beginning, like day one, they did like a five minute mile, a five minute mile, a five mile run. There you go. <laughs> and she had to tap out after a mile like she. Yeah, couldn't she was do it. She was out of shape, like so out of shape. So out of sorts. Same with Joanna. Mm -hmm. And it kind of helped show you how they both got healthier physically and a little bit mentally, right? I think, and the thing is, I feel like they easily could have at least done like a quick two-minute training montage, so to speak. Right, or even like a... Okay, they didn't have to say like, well, it's happening in two weeks, you have to do this and this and this. It could have just been like, hey, 
well, you at least have to pass this exam, right? Because they had to Something. pass an exam uh-huh. to get promoted from like trainee to like be added to an actual squadron. And Katniss passes and Joanna doesn't. It's a test that it specifically targets their weaknesses is like what it's yeah. known for. To see if they can overcome it. Like Katniss is... She has to overcome her rebelliousness, essentially. She Insubordination. Has to, like, no. She has to, like, <laughs> follow a command from a leader that doesn't make any sense and she doesn't want to, but she does. And so they're like, okay, you're fit. You can do it. And she essentially proves that she is soldier material. She can mm-hmm. go to the Capitol. Which... It doesn't show that in the well, movie. And on the top movie, of that, though, it in. was also like a combat test. Like, can mm-hmm. you take apart and put together your a gun? Can you? How's your aim? Can you run so far and so fast and stuff yeah. without getting it's winded? It's just like any you know, military kind of test. So even if they had just included that, like, I just thought it was really weird where they were like, "No, you can't go." No, and then she sneaks out. And then doesn't get in trouble when she shows up. They don't immediately send her back. They're just like, okay, I guess you're here. Yeah, you can be on this team, I guess. It's just because in the book, like they made it all very planned. Like it was there was always going to be that star squad with the propos and everything. And like that was always the way it was going to be. Like that just it was. And so the only thought I had about maybe why they did it is because they did such a poor job in the first movie about showing why coin wouldn't like Katniss or why Katniss wouldn't like coin. And so they had yeah. to add additional tension between the two of them. But it was in this so movie poorly to done. justify the end. But that's like literally the only thing I could think of. Like maybe that, that that's like the only reason I could think of why they would change that. Cause it didn't make sense to me. No. Of course, the Mockingjay is going to be at the Capitol. Like, if she's not going to. And also, she wouldn't be able to sneak out of District 13. If she could have that easily, she would have done it a long time ago. Like, yeah, it was so stupid. It was stupid. Excuse me. I missed having more Joanna. Well, and something that you. Just those couple glimpses of her wasn't enough for me. Something (laughs) you don't learn because they cut it all out is the trauma that Joanna is dealing with. Because she fails her test because they flood the section that she's in. And when she was in the Capitol, the way she was tortured is they would douse her in water and then electric shock her, which is awful. But so you see these moments where she has a hard time going out in the rain. She doesn't like showering and she has like, this instead relapse. of getting in the shower, she like gets a wet cloth and just like wipes and like herself wipes herself down. down. And because she even has a comment in the book where she's all like, do people in seven just like not bathe? not bathe?" because <laughs> Joanna never talks about it. And so then Joanna, after this test, has like a relapse. And that's why she doesn't go to the Capitol. It's not like a I'll stay back and like distract him for you so you can sneak out. It's yeah. like a, no, a legitimate. Joanna want to do that. Joanna would want to be there. If yeah. Katniss was sneaking out, Joanna would have snuck out with her. Yes, it was so dumb. <laughs> yeah. And it was sad because it really, it took away from Joanna's character. It did. Mm-hmm. It just put her to the side as just this crazy, weird person. <laughs> Instead of a character with that no was like hair. Okay. actually <laughs> dealing with trauma and like trying to deal with stuff 
That's my number three. I just thought it was really weird. It was the weirdest change. Like I remember Katniss watching it. I had to sneak out. And I watched that and I was again, like, this what? Was for those who have forgotten or maybe didn't watch the part or watch, huh, listen to the part one episode. I don't know why you wouldn't have, but if you mm. haven't. This was both of our first time seeing this movie. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We this was my first experience with it. It was not a bad movie. Like if I wasn't comparing it to a book, I think I would actually like it as a movie. Oh, I but, still really liked it as a movie. I just had some qualms. <laughs> yes, I I still. Mm. OK, so my number three kind of goes off of your number three. It's like similar okay. with the um, like Joanna stuff. I was kind of upset about them not really showcasing Joanna. Sorry, I have something tickling my nose. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing with and I know I talked about Finnick last time, but I just got to I got to bring it back to him for a minute. My main man, because he oh, it's so sad in the book when he dies. It is like the way that she wrote it, where they like. It was beautiful through yeah. his life, like being on a boat and the smell of the ocean and like, you know, his winning marriage the games to Annie, and marrying and Annie. And like, you're just like, oh, and it just like reminds you of everything that Finnick was and still had to live for. And then he gets blown up and you're yeah. like, oh, and it well, hits his, you. The wedding scene, too, was just was like the not worst. done justice. Oh, I was ticked the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it is supposed to be this beautiful event. Katniss is supposed to be legitimately happy for them. She smiles mm -hmm. like one whole time in the entire scene. You don't even see her with real emotions in most of the movie, which is another thing. But I won't go into <laughs> that. But it's supposed to be beautiful and Katniss even says like this is one thing I don't have to fake like I am legitimately yeah. happy for them and they're so sweet and so in love and it's happy and dancing and there's no like talking about sneaking out and no weird hug with Prim like that's totally out of order she does dance with Prim yeah but there's no like stopping her and staring no, at her and because she's not gonna her. sneak out right after so no. <laughs> and then because that wedding is so happy and beautiful, it's so stark to immediately. And then it's, but it's also not our traditional idea. Annie's mm -mm. not in a veil and a white dress. No, she's wearing they don't a green dress from Katniss. And from Katniss, <laughs> wait, they from went back one to her, her house in District tours. Twelve. Yeah, and Finnick is wearing an adapted suit of pitas, and they do like. They, they a bunch have of a weird, fishing, like traditional a fishing net that goes over yeah, them district it's four all stuff. from district four. And they have all these children sing and like it's beautiful. And I was mad Happy. that they discredited it so much. And then when Finnick dies, it's even more harsh because you saw that beautiful wedding and then he died. And then when yeah. you learn about the sun at the end, you're like, <laughs> I mean, I still I still felt that in the movie. I And they, that is the only part that I think they did OK on was having the photo, <laughs> having the photo of Annie and 
the little boy was so cute and so sweet. But I just, ah, Finnick deserved better. Hashtag justice for Finnick. Um, justice. It's like my hashtag justice for Ron. Justice for yep. Ron. Justice for Ron. But that's just like to illustrate the point that I feel like they really went heavy on the main characters and really yeah. let a lot of side characters fall to the wayside. Um, which I'm not saying you have to deeply develop every single side character, but one of my favorite parts of reading books, watching movies, watching TV shows is the side characters. I love getting to know them better. Yeah. Like, it's just like this well, fun this, this story would be nothing without them. Like. Yeah. And sometimes you get sick of the main characters and you want a little bit of side <laughs> character action, you know, like, so right. throughout the entire film, I was like, okay, that's the wrong person. That's the wrong person. That's the wrong person. It's like they just filled in side character roles with main characters so that they didn't have to introduce anyone new. Because yeah, they didn't like introduce Deli. them. Are you going to talk about Delhi at all? Yeah, because they didn't introduce them in earlier ones and they didn't want to last minute introduce them. And yeah. so in the beginning, when PETA's there and they're doing this experiment thing. It doesn't make any sense the way they do it in the movie. They have it goes prim. against everything they previously said. It just they have Prim going, you know, Prim, sister of directly Katniss. Directly connected to Katniss. He wouldn't know her unless he knew Katniss. Like, that's not what they would have done. I was no, so they mad. Bring and it's in, like the very beginning of the movie. <laughs> they bring in Deli Cartwright, who grew up with PETA. They went to school together. They were really good friends. She's super sweet, super kind, positive girl. They bring her in. So that PETA doesn't immediately get triggered about Katniss. And it takes a while for him to get back to Katniss. If Prim walked in, he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I'm going to listen Katniss to anything you and say. immediately have gone insane. So, yeah, I was like, oh, so that at the end, like after Katniss gets burned, they have her mom there, even though she, her mom is not supposed to be there because she's, you know, dealing with the fact that Prim died. There's no doctors. There's no psychiatrist, like uh, psychiatrists, dude. There's no. Like, no, 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 no. Her mom is there in the beginning. Is she? Yeah. After Prim dies and Katniss got exploded and she wakes mm -hmm. up. To be her fair. Her mom's there, but not there frequently because she continues working. To in be fair, that chapter was written like some kind of psychedelic trip. So. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that kind of stuff where they just kind of eliminated a lot of side characters and like the death of all of the side characters, like all of her squadron, the majority of her squadron. It just kind I of mean, happened. I feel like they put a they put a focus on Phoenix. They put a focus on Boggs. Mm hmm. Um, so they all happen a lot quicker. I mean, they're just like, boom, boom, boom. But they happen quick in the book, too. Yeah. You just get a lot more of the emotion, which, again. Yeah. Because it's first person in the book. Uh, yeah. Right? I'm beating a dead horse here. But <laughs> I mean, it's like first person versus third person. You're just not going to get that same emotion, especially when mm -hmm. they have Katniss be this bland slab of blah. I know. <laughs> I just And it's like it's especially disheartening when you know that Jennifer Lawrence can be a really Good I have seen her have emotion, so I know she can. Like, she's in some really good movies where she's done some really good acting. 
Well, like, and so yeah. The, it's, so, it, and it is. It's got to be the way her character was written and the way she was directed. Because otherwise, I don't understand so why well. she would have done a lot of the scenes. So, because I feel them. like the best way to still be able to feel that emotion was to see it reflected in the characters around the people dying. And you, I just didn't really feel it the same way. And I get that they changed some of the deaths to be less gruesome. I'm not going to complain about that one because I didn't need to see a man's flesh melt off him like candle wax. No, <laughs> he just like instantly disintegrated. He was just I like, was OK Bloo! with that. I was like, yep, that makes mm-hmm. sense. That makes That's sense. better. I like that more. <laughs> but I don't know. I just felt like it, they just kind of wrote off a lot of the side characters and you didn't get the same connection. But oh, I'm going to stop. Not. I'm going to stop blabbing about that point. Otherwise, this episode is going to be two hours long. <laughs> So what's your uh, number two? My number two is the lack of depth shown in Katniss and Peeta's relationship. Ugh, yes, preach. <laughs> and, and, and again, part of it is because they skipped a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. They like went straight from like she sees him for the first time and he tries to kill her. Yeah. And then he sees her again and they have a conversation And it does not go well. He doesn't try to kill her. He doesn't like totally lose it that time. But still does not go well. Mm -hmm. And then it's immediately throughout the Capitol and he's added to the squadron. That's what they do in the movie. Very weird. Yeah. Didn't make any. I was like, I did not. That second (laughs) conversation was not well done. No, they totally rewrote it. They totally had the his emotions be different. It was bad. It was weird. Because in the book, there's a lot more that happens in between. There is Peta a lot. Starts, get at, starts getting added to, you know, like he's allowed to come out for lunch and he sits with them at lunch mm-hmm. in the cafeteria. And he starts going to training sessions and, you know, he's well, starting to give a schedule. And here's a big thing that I forgot to mention with the wedding. PETA designs and makes their wedding cake. A huge, beautiful, decorates, gorgeous, yeah. very District 4 C-themed wedding cake. And it's beautiful. And Katniss sees it and immediately knows that was done by PETA. And that's like the, that means that there's some semblance of him, you know, his old self yeah. in there. And, and you, and, and so in the book, you see it a lot more gradually where it's like. They are bringing he's him still back. still in there. And he comes out here and there. And he starts coming out more and more so that by the time he shows up in the Capitol, he's better. They're still a little panicked about it. They're Mm -hmm. not expecting it. Katniss doesn't immediately draw her bow and try to kill him. What? Also, he's not muttering like a crazy person the whole time. No, he's like himself for the most part. I mean, yes, they still create like the real, not real game and all that like... I, they include a lot of stuff still in the movie that was in the book, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like the relationship is lacking partially because Katniss just doesn't show emotion, any emotion. <laughs> she doesn't emote what I mean. It just it's weird. And then the emotions <laughs> that are described in the book are not seen in the movie at all. And Peta is. Yes, he does, like, have an episode 
I guess you'd call it. Mm-hmm. When, like, the liquidy, oily sludge thing is chasing yeah. them. And he then feels really guilty about it and freaks out and stuff. But it's like, that's because he's, like, more or less himself there. And, like, the more you see him and the more time he's there, like, the more and more she s- notices, like, he'll make these comments that it's like, of course, only PETA could, you know, say something in that moment. That's just the right thing. You know, like, mm-hmm. really genuine, kind, considerate things that are, of course, like, that's PETA. And yeah. and like the thing is, in the moment of him pushing the guy away from him and then the guy dying, it, Peter's in an episode. In but the movie, they it it looks very deliberate. Like I'm very going to aggressive. Kill you. In very the book, much, he it just literally a guy. is like he's he he doesn't even see what he's doing. He's just he he's he's freaking out, out and of he's pushing people away from him. And Which is a yeah, normal thing. He doesn't and deliberately then he happened, try and kill anybody. He happened to fall into the trap and then mm-hmm. ended up dying. That's different than what happened in the movie where he's just like yep. angry, shoving a man to his death. <laughs> and then he sees himself in the video recording and, and just goes, hates it. And lo- oh, yeah. I'm a psycho. <laughs> yeah. And he starts referring to himself as a mutt then, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so and he finally realizes how just, messed up he is. There's more tenderness there during all of that mm-hmm. that I don't, you just don't see it so much in the movie at first. Yeah. However, towards the end, I think they do a better job in the movie mm-hmm. of showing the connection Mm-hmm. of their relationship like the very end than they do in the book but i'm gonna talk more about that later yes. <laughs> um, that's my number one but yeah i just i just seeing the scenes with them i don't you don't see or feel any long you don't you don't sense the longing you don't sense the the hurt of losing somebody of because like the entire book she talks about how she took for granted, like, how much PETA cared about her and how mm-hmm. much she truly did care about him. And, like, she would... Re- and how she, like, refused to acknowledge it and how she just took it all for granted. Yeah. So. And there's a um, lot I more just... relationship development between not only PETA and Katniss, but Katniss and Gail. Gail and PETA have some good conversations, but they kind of showed there was the one good they, one in the movie. They include that in the movie, well, thank more goodness, or less, at least. I thought that that one was an important one between the two of them. Um, but I feel like just because of the lack of de- development, and this goes into my number two, how the lack of relationship developments really just kind of made all, the whole love triangle thing fall a little bit flat in the movies. Extremely. Because it was she kind of Gail so much. I, I don't what. And here's <laughs> I my I problem. Forgot. <laughs> here's my problem with the kissing in this movie with Gail. Is not you're not right. you're not seeing Katniss's inner monologue during the kiss. You're not getting that. You don't realize she is kissing him. Purely out of like a physical desire for closeness and distraction, and because yeah. she just it feels has, so lonely. It <laughs> has nothing to do with who Gail is and her liking Gail. 
and Gail realizes that, and that's why he makes the comment, it's like kissing someone who's drunk. <laughs> like, you don't actually care. And then they have this little, funny com- like, this little funny conversation where she's all like, how would you, you know? kiss someone who's drunk? He's <laughs> like, like no, no, but I can but imagine I it. And she's all like, well, how many people have you kissed? He's like, oh, I kissed lots of girls before you. And it's like, yeah. And, and she kind of discovers when Gail started seeing her differently. And yeah, and he explains so. when he started liking her and all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like it kind of makes you realize that Gail, even if he doesn't end up with Katniss, is probably going to be all right. <laughs> he's OK. Yeah, he's going to be OK. Like Katniss is not his whole world. You know, he still has She's his, his family. Best friend. But like he's still he's dated other girls like he's well, kind he's of more other girls. He's more developed. <laughs> you know, he's more mature in a way. He's older than she is. So, yeah. And he like kind of mentions years, I that. I think I so think in this like, book slash movie, he's 19 while she's only 17. Yeah. And so with that. There's also the fact that the movie doesn't quite show the deterioration, the deter, de, de, deteriorate, that word. That's a word. Okay. You said it. Okay. <laughs> of Katniss and Gail's relationship. How in the beginning when she goes and she has the conversation about them, Beatty and Gail are having the conversation about the bomb and Katniss overhears them it's a much longer scene in the book in the in the movie it's very quick so you don't understand the significance of that what they're talking about of that bomb like unless you're paying attention and like being like what are they talking about you're kind of like whatever yeah they war development so you don't understand then later when the bomb happens why Katniss is like was this your like is this the bomb that you designed and so I wish that they had focused and made sure you understood why that conversation was important. Because they developed this bomb where you do a small detonation, wait for people to come in to help, and then set off a bigger detonation. And it shows that. However, what? I have to come to defense. I have to come to Gail's defense. Okay, okay good. Because I'm about to tear him apart some more. I know. And I <laughs> just need you to keep in mind that he didn't know how coin was going to use that because and that's fine you have to keep in mind that he was thinking yeah war tactics he was thinking like a hunter you know like his tr- snap snaps and trares what am i saying snares and traps <laughs> but and he was thinking that the people that you injure and the people that would come in would all be like enemy soldiers he did not plan on it being children and then your own people's medics coming in that you bomb. However, like, and this is this is part of what they cut out in the movie that you don't you kind of see it, but I'm going to go into it more. <laughs> it, Gail's mindset is very different than Katniss's. Oh, yeah. Gail is like that. whatever it takes to win. I don't care who I have to kill. I don't care what I have to do. We are going to win. But in the book, you still you also see a little bit of why. Because that's something that I get mad about in the movie where like it shows him going like. Steal off all the entrances. Well, some of them are civilians. So what? 
And like they end it there in the movie. In the book, he almost has like a like an outburst where he's all like, where you understand a little bit more where his anger's coming from and why he thinks and feels no, that in way. The movie, in the movie, they still have him say, what, like they gave us a chance to get out at 12. But but then he goes into more detail in the book where he's all like, you didn't see the children. Yes. And, you know, like he goes into, you understand what he's seen a little bit more and what he's experienced. And I'm not that saying fueling it's... that anger. I just... I have to defend Gail because I know myself. And if I were in that position, I'd be behaving like him. I know myself. I know that that's how I would be. And I'm more of a PETA. So (laughs) So I would be really mad. And I would, if I felt helpless or something like that, I would turn around and be all like, they all deserve to die. Those civilians are still supporting the capital. They're still part of the enemy. Let them die. Like, Which is uh, not, not children. I would draw the line at children. Oh, good. And he- <laughs> <laughs> but all the people working. Listen, this is making me sound evil. I'm like such an awful person. Yes, a little bit. But like in the in, but think about it. Like in the nut, right in that mountain, whatever. That's what they called it. The the nut. Yes. It's. All of the capitals, we don't war know forces. We don't know who's Not in there. Not for sure, but they're all working on. Okay, but as Katniss points out, keeper things. Some of them, some of them could just be in there as a job. You know, it's just to get paid. We don't, we don't know what they're in there for. Okay, but you could say the same thing about the Nazis. <laughs> it's okay. just a job. They're just a part of the German military. Like, no, like you know, you're a part of something bad. Do whatever you can to not be a part of that something that's bad. Like, I'm sorry. But they <laughs> like, didn't kill everyone in the Capitol. No, but they gave <laughs> them the chance to surrender. Same as the people in District 2. No, I'm I'm not saying I would have immediately been with Gail and been all like, no, seal off all the exits <laughs> and let them all die. That's where I'm coming from. The fact that but he even was... conceded to, okay, yeah, let them come out and, as long as we're prepared. To it, <laughs> But but you have to understand his anger and where he's coming from. Like, no, he's no, no. not evil. He's not a bad person. But the whole point of this is I'm not trying to say Gail is a terrible human being. I am trying to say he and Katniss would never have worked together. Okay, and in yeah, the book, can, it's very concede. clear why. And in the movie, However, it's less clear. I was clear. team Gail. When I first read this whole series, I was mad she ended up with PETA. <laughs> I've always been team PETA for these reasons. Gail and her just do not see things the same way. When that when they have that conversation of Beatty and Gail developing the bomb and Katniss is like, what, like, it, anything goes nowadays? Like, are you kidding? And he's like, yeah, we're playing by the same rules that the Capitol's playing by. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm not saying that Gail is wrong. I'm just saying, and Katniss even says he's not necessarily wrong, but it mm-hmm. is not the way that Katniss thinks about it. And it's the same thing later at District 2 with the nut. She's like, are you kidding? No way. And Gail's like, Gail gives his explanation, like you said. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. not saying Gail is wrong, but it is not what Katniss thinks. And Katniss hates it. And then the breaking point for them is the bomb that kills Prim. It is not the only reason that they do not end up together. I think a lot yeah. of people... Like, especially in the way that the movie portrays it, they make Katniss look so, like, mean in that moment where she's just like, 
well, yeah, I won't be able to deal with it. So goodbye. And she's just like, which is weird. No emotion. And he's like tearing up. He's like tearing up and she's like, goodbye. I don't care about you anymore. Like I was like, the movie did a terrible job of portraying that scene. Whereas in the book, it is emotional for both of them. And she really wants to give him a reason. She really wants to be able to say, yeah, I can move past it. But she she realizes that she can't. And that's very hard for her. And they eventually like they talk and they realize that it's just something that's going to be constantly hanging over them. And then they have a very sweet goodbye and that's it. And then he goes to District 2 and is doing his thing and whatever. And, like, they still get updates on each other and Yeah. Whatnot, and so it's but. just, I just hated the way that they showed that in Well, and the I just hated too, movie. just, if you really look at it, again, sorry, I just have to say one more thing. Because I, when I used to, like, defend Gail at all, people would be all like, well, he killed her sister. And I'm like, he no, did not. he didn't. <laughs> Yes, it was his idea that was used, but like he didn't have anything to do with that decision. Like and if he had, I fully believe he wouldn't have gone through with it because it was children. Yeah. And then their own people coming in to save them. Like, yeah, his he he wouldn't have. I, I feel very strongly <laughs> that, yes, he is a little bit more. um Critical is not the word I want to use. What's the word I want to use? Cynical. Like, cynical kind of works. Still Extremist? not the word I want to use, but I can't think of the word I want to use. We're just going to keep going. But like, he's not heartless. No. <laughs> he's angry. He's definitely fueled by a lot of hatred and anger, he but he's more, not heartless. <laughs> he is more the kind of guy that you need in the military. I'm not going to deny that. He yeah. is willing to do what needs to be done. Katniss and shouldn't have cause. been in the military in the first place. <laughs> like, the only reason she's there is because she's the mocking chick. Otherwise, no they choice, would yeah. <laughs> they would not have her anywhere near the battle sites. Because she is very driven by emotions. And that's why she's a good mocking jay. Well, I'd say the people in the military were all kind of driven by emotion, too. Did you not just hear me say that Gail was driven by anger and hate? <laughs> All right, different emotions. <laughs> they're all emotional. Okay. <laughs> they're they're better at control. Not that you it. know that in the movie because nobody no. shows their emotions. But. No. Okay, and uh, I we need to stop ranting about Gail. But on sorry, the topic, sorry. Of on the topic of relationships, really quick and poorly shown relationships, we talked about this last time. You mentioned this with Coin, and they continued to do it throughout this movie. They show coin in too good of a light. Yeah. They do not show how, like, manipulative she is of the whole Until, situation. Until, like, the end when Boggs is like, oh, yeah, she wants you dead. <laughs> well, and even then, they, like, show that, and then it's, like, nothing. And then at the very end, like, she's like, by the way, I'm taking over as interim president. She never says that in the in the book yeah. i mean that's just kind of been assumed which this entire time give you a reason to not like her and kill her yeah and i mean it is her idea to bring back the hunger games i'm glad they brought that in but it was almost mm-hmm. like too little too late by that point 
like in the next in the literal next scene, she gets killed. Like, I don't have any time to process that she's a bad person. Whereas if they had done the slight hinting leading up to it, showing that she doesn't trust Katniss, she wants Katniss dead. She wants to be in control. This has all been according to her plan. Like the conversation yeah. with Snow was good, but Snow's supposed to say like even more. He's supposed to be like, think about it. They were fighting. They started the fight with us and then they abandoned the other districts and they've been waiting it out until everyone is weak and they can take over. And you're like, dang, coin is the worst. <laughs> and then you realize that she killed the kids and she's the reason that Prim is dead. And suddenly it all And they makes do include sense. that in them. I mean, for the most part, I do think that that snow conversation was, was pretty, pretty well good, done. Except for the fact that Katniss is supposed to utter her first words since yes. waking up from the bombing. She's not supposed to talk. But anyways, they really expedite her recovery process on that one. It's, yeah. um, but then when she kills Coin, it's supposed to be like justice. Like you're supposed to be like, oh, heck yeah. Like it was a big twist when I first read the book. I remember being like, what just happened? Yeah. You know, like, whoa, she just killed Coin. But as I read through it this time, I was like knowing she was going to kill Coin. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. It's only a matter of time till this stupid woman is dead. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not feel that way in the movie. They made her too much of this like maternal figure and you like didn't know how to feel about her. And then in the very end, they're like, by the way, she's evil. Haha, <laughs> OK, she's dead. By the way, she's evil. So, again, relationships did were you know. weird. Yeah. Character portrayal was not very well done and is not enough emotions. Sorry, mm -hmm. I derailed yours a little bit with my Gale talk. Yeah, you just... were very passionate. Listen, <laughs> I, I have been converted. That's one of the things that changed this time around, reading and watching the movies. I want her to be with PETA. I like PETA. I'm all team PETA now for Katniss. Or Katniss. That doesn't I'm not mean, saying Gail is that a bad mean, person. I, don't I just like, meant Gail was just like, bad for Katniss. Whenever I have a conversation or have had a conversation, I'm going to be honest, you know, with this pandemic, I haven't had a conversation with a person about this in a while. But <laughs> whenever I've had a conversation about this series before and the conversation topic of Gail Peta gets brought up, mm -hmm. people just get real down on Gail and like hate him and like blame him for all this stuff. And I'm just like, you are filling in gaps with your own mental things that did not actually okay. happen in the books. So. That's the thing about books though. You can do whatever you want. You can put in whatever story you? you want. Though I yes. will say that I, um, and this will be kind of an honorable mention. You don't really get Katniss's reasoning there at the end. And that she has that that line there towards the end of the book where she pretty explicitly states why she chose PETA. And she talks about how she doesn't need that fire and that passion. She She's needs <laughs> a calmness and us like a pair of strong arms just to hold her and get her through things. And so she realizes that she does. She needs PETA to survive, not Gail. And so she picks PETA. And you don't really get that in the movie. Yeah. And so you're just like, okay, she went with PETA because Gail 
killed her sister, kind of. And that's like the only explanation that the movie really gives you. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah. Um, Speaking of honorable honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah, I have a couple other ones. (laughs) The goodbye scene with Effie. Oh, cry. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Elizabeth Banks is the only one with emotions in this movie. <laughs> Even and it though, was a great scene. Sorry. Even though I knew it was coming, I will say, though, that like just that whole conversation about the symbolic Hunger Games made me so mad. <laughs> it was so stupid. Knowing that they're going to say yes, it just made me so mad. And especially I and still, I really like how they kept. I still don't get it. I don't know how Hamish and Katniss could have voted yes. I don't. I'm, I don't. I don't get it. Get it. I don't get it. I, I just don't. I, like I can the, see how Enobaria and Joanna would say yes. I can also, understand that. Suddenly Enobaria's there. They haven't talked about her in the movies. And then suddenly she's there. Well, but she was there in the... You needed those numbers for it to I work, know. okay? <laughs> but what PETA says is perfect. And what BD says too, where he's all like... We need to stop seeing We're each trying to animals. move past all of that. I thought that was the point of this whole rebellion. Like, we've got to stop hating and each other is, and like, having this us versus them mentality. It's like the movie tries to justify Katniss's decision by having her say, I kill snow. She doesn't normally say that. That's not in the book. No. Nope. But it's like they were she, like. In the book, she says yes for print. Just for Prim. That's all she said. But, it's, but like, it's almost like in the movie, they Prim were like, died no, she's because of coin, not because of the people in the Capitol. Like it was weird. It, it was, was a weird bit that they put in there. But I think that it was also another way to try to show how bad coin is because it was coins idea. No, 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 no. I think it was important. And I like that she suggested that. But I don't because get it why does seem very coin. Yes, but I don't think that it sh- would have passed realistically. And I then don't I don't think Hamish or Katniss would have because they don't do it. Because obviously, because coin dies. True. So they don't do it. Well, I don't. We don't know if they still do it or not. Well, they said they don't have the Hunger Games anymore. Like that's very clear at the end. Yeah, but they would. Even in the movie, in in the book with coin, she says one final hunger games i don't think they did it though but i like to believe they didn't but i still just am mad at all that it passed um mm-hmm. that's fair it and then weird. also i really liked um the scene with buttercup it was there was I, there you I, saw some countless emotion in my notes i literally say finally see some emotion from katniss yeah <laughs> So that one was good. I was like, that it's one was about good. time. Um, I do think it's odd in the scene where she's going to kill Snow. She is supposed to only have one arrow and it's like symbolic. And mm-hmm. they had coins say stuff like it was symbolic. She was like, let this final arrow. I think it was weird that they gave her a full sheath <laughs> of arrows. Like that was a yeah. simple thing. Kind of weird. Something I wish they would have done, because in the movie, they just have, speaking of that scene, they just have all of the people, like, crowd. And so you get the um, idea that, like, the mob crushes and end up, like, beating Snow. Snow to death. Yeah. But in the, 
book, it clearly states also he's in much worse shape, like looks wise than he is. Oh, in he's the movie. dying. Because like he's he was dying gonna... from all that poison and then like the antidote taking yeah. that he did. He was going to die and no matter what. When he, which is why when he didn't Katniss, care. Yeah. When Katniss shoots coin instead of him, he starts laughing and then immediately starts coughing and he's just got blood all over coming out of his which nose and mouth. They did show and that in the movie. He basically like dies choking on his, on his own, own blood. blood like yeah. pretty gruesome end, you know. if you ask me and yeah, yeah kind of like he brought his own demise either way mm-hmm. like all that he did to get power like killed him so well yeah and he he knew his end was in sight so that's why he didn't really care if he you know got captured he, knew he was a dead man either way that's why he didn't yeah. look f- afraid or scared or no anything no, he's very calm he just mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that Katniss knew you think you're getting out of this, but you are getting just a different version of me in coin. Yeah. And then she which you see coin. more in the book. <laughs> yeah. The only other uh, honorable mention I have is the the book that they make at the end in the book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was very sweet. And I wish they had at least like somewhat alluded to it. They essentially, for those who don't remember or haven't read the book, they make a book. They start writing this book of all the people that have died, that they either have a photo or PETA paints a picture of them and they write down all the memories that they have. And so she does Katniss does all of the tributes from their games and they also do like her dad and Prim and all of PETA's family members. And then they say Hamish comes in and Hamish does d- like 12 the, years worth all the years he of was tributes. Yeah. And they slowly add to this collection of all of these stories of these people who have lived. And I thought that that was just really nice to kind of show the importance of like remembering those who have passed and like remembering stories and I, yeah, I would have liked to see at least like them alluding to it, like showing a book or something. Mm-hmm. And then, so yeah, that was, that was my last honorable mention. Okay. So we're going to dive into my number one and I'm going to try and be brief. Yeah. I won't succeed, but I'm going to try. Um, okay. My last grievance isn't with the movie. It's with the book. Which is a weird twist for us here. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is something where I said in the beginning, I was like, some of my opinions changed, some didn't. This is something that has remained the same. First time read through the book, it's kind of like she kills coin. And from there on out, I was like, what the heck am I reading? Similar- I think even before she kills coin, the after Prim dies... Yeah, I, basically I from the time note, Prim dies. From the time I Prim dies. I made a note where it got real weird after that. Real weird, real fast. And you could... <laughs> okay, so... Okay. How to put this concisely. <laughs> so she so, was rushed. Let me let me talk about writing. the book first and why I, I'm i frustrated and, and just, like, don't like reading the end of this book. If I'm... I, like, the first time I read this, I was very angry with the ending a lot of people were this time around i wasn't as angry but i still just like didn't Didn't like like it it. and i was left with kind of this like 
incomplete feeling. Like I want to feel complete after I finish, not just a book, but like a series. Mm-hmm. Just so let me go into the details. Why Katniss has gone through a whole bunch of crap. Yes, I think she would be mourning. And yes, I think she would need some therapy and some help. Yes. With all that, the book covers like, here's the head doctor. They just call him a head doctor in the future, I guess. And she doesn't talk for forever. And then she just, after she kills coin, instead of, this is why I say for me, it really starts bugging me Mm. after she kills coin. Because in the book, she just stops taking care of herself and they wait weeks to like do her trial and like figure out a verdict and stuff like weeks. And she just doesn't take care of herself and contemplates all these different ways she can try and kill herself and kill. And again, I'm not saying she wouldn't be depressed and I'm not saying she wouldn't maybe feel suicidal, but then after all that, she's clearly not in a good mental state. She's clearly not in a good headspace, not taking care of herself. She's like, not eating, not sleeping, not taking the medicine she needs to for her injuries and things. They're like, okay, we're going to send you to District 12 to like live by yourself and take care of yourself, even though you clearly won't take care of yourself. What? Not to mention, she's still technically 17. She's not an adult yet. I mean, depends on even 18 year olds. I can't imagine the most 18 year olds even, you know, like still live with roommates and things like like you're not. Typically ready to just like be on your own. They do send Greasy Say there to cook for her and make sure that she's eating. But that's two meals a day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they have Hamish. Hamish is supposed to be helping her, but Hamish is back to his old drinking habits. And she sees him like one whole time. Exactly. And it's like it talks about in the book where it's like when when PETA finally shows up. Her hair is all matted and she's literally in the same clothing that she was wearing yeah. when she arrived. And it's been weeks. Yeah. And it says when she finally takes off the clothes, giant patches of skin are like attached to it. Real gross. And again, I have been depressed. Not so depressed that I went weeks without bathing. But like, like I, I, I understand being in the that depression and how it's just hard it's hard to get out of bed like i yeah. understand that feeling of like i it, it like it's so hard just to get the motivation to eat or the motivation to get out of bed or whatnot and so i understand and i think it makes sense where it's all like in the beginning there she kind of is like from the living room to the kitchen when greasy stays there to make her eat then just back to the living room like <laughs> yep and, we, and, I, and I haven't been so depressed or, you know, to the point of suicidal thoughts or anything like I I can't commiserate in that sense. So I don't want to say anything that might like offend or trigger somebody that has. Here's, here's the thing, because <laughs> I've been suicidal in the past. I've had some rough months of my life, but she didn't need to focus on that as much. That's my thing. I get the wanting to show that after something like that, after a traumatic experience, it is hard to come back. But like there should have been someone there to take care of her. Or something. More more than just Gracie say to force her to eat. Like I mean, they someone should have been there to make sure she was taking care of herself in other ways. They do say that like the doctor is calling her and she's ignoring the calls. But you'd think 
at that point you would send someone out to check on her. Yeah, like it's just. <laughs> and then but it's I, like Peta shows up and she finally like changes and takes a shower. Finally. Well, he he plants the primroses. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that kind of re-sparks her brain to be like, right, living. Okay. And she showers and then she starts hunting and then she starts getting back into it. And PETA is kind of the, the spark in a way that brings her back. Which I'm fine with. But I, I just, I'm just really irked by, by that, by the, by the fact that it's all like, we know you're not in a good spot. We know you're not in a good space. And maybe it's so hard for me to believe that you would or could like physically go that long without any sort of like health maintenance like at all you know like oh no you can but but that's because it's like but but in most instances you have a person in some regard after so long that kind of forces you to do some kind of self-care but i think in a way in defense of the book they don't know really what to do with her like she just killed the president and the wrong president at that yeah but she still has there's, people on her side yes and so and a yeah, mother well her mom has never really been great and that's been very still, clear and that makes me mad too but and i know people don't all have good moms so that's realistic no. also but i just i just don't like it you know like yeah. i'm not i'm not necessarily arguing like the realisticness of it i just don't like it yes and and i'm with you where maybe that's what it is it's like hey yeah, don't just like completely skip over all the hard stuff because the hard stuff is there and the hard stuff happens. I just think she kind of emphasized it's the it a end bit of too the, much. It's the end of the final book. It's yeah. the finale of the series. The Hunger Games are supposed to be no more. They have overthrown the Capitol and it is now a democracy with an election. But I don't feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that makes me mad. Like I need, I, I want to feel happy at the end of this series. Like I just, and and what really irks me, and it's literally like what, like two and a half pages mm-hmm. long, maybe only mm-hmm. a page and a half long. I don't know, mm-hmm. depending on the edition or whatever you're reading. Yeah, it depends. But the on like the... epilogue. Yeah. She. It's years later, apparently, like 20 years later, and she still sounds and seems like this miserable person. Like a 17 year old girl trapped in a 40 year old woman's body. <laughs> As a, And a mother. Yeah. I guess I guess I I, I finally got talked into having children and And it's just like it's just like that's fine I'm not if you want to wait to have kids cool wait to have kids but this he talked me into it and I hated it and I didn't want and I'm just and maybe that's the mom and me talking I was like I wouldn't say it was that extreme do you want me to read it to you I literally (laughs) just read it yesterday (laughs) I literally just read it an hour ago. <laughs> All right. I'm looking at it. I did not interpret it to be that intense. Well, I interpreted it to be that intense the first time I read it. And then I kind of read it that way again. So epilogue it took me five, 10, 15 years for me to agree. But Peter wanted them so badly. When I first felt her stirring inside me, I was consumed with a terror that felt as old as life itself. Only the joy of holding her in my arms could tame it. Carrying him was a little easier, but not much. Yeah. What? I don't. (laughs) 
Maybe it's because I don't have kids, but I didn't think it was that bad. But the thing is, is that even before I had kids, I thought it was bad. I don't know. I just thought it was like. It took 5, 10, 15 years for me to agree. Like, he's just, like, hounding her for 15 years of their relationship. That's your and she finally caves it. and yes. gives in. Like, I just... I don't think it's fair to Katniss. Fair. She wasn't given any true, like, happiness or, like, happy ending. Like, she's kind of alluded to having a happy ending, but it's like... Kinda. And the thing is, is I don't think the Hunger Games will ever be completely gone. I really, really, really like the I've been talking about this for too long. I was not brief. Um, I really like the. One day I'll have to explain about my nightmares, why they came, why they won't ever really go away. I'll tell them how I survive it. Like, I don't expect her to never have nightmares anymore. I don't expect her to ever be 100 percent OK again. But she lingers for forever in this sadness and in the book I don't feel or truly see that she gets a happy ending and after everything she's been through she deserves a happy ending and it's a book it's fictional it's okay for me to want her to have a happy ending <laughs> and so now just to kind of hopefully try and wrap this up because I've talked about this for too long the movie does that and I will it say it still shows her upset. It still shows her kind of like, you know, like I mentioned before, the scene with Buttercup yeah. where she like and, and and she breaks down about Prim and like. Uh huh. And they kind of have that be the turning point instead mm -hmm. of Peta coming back. Which, which I don't think is a bad me. thing. <laughs> was I mean, okay. it just shows she's processing her emotions finally. Mm -hmm. Like, that's good. And then when Peta comes, she's able to fully appreciate and acknowledge like how happy she is that he's there. Mm -hmm. And and it shows their relationship kind of building and 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 it includes in the movie yeah, where it's like he doesn't move into his old house. He moves into her house. Like mm -hmm. they have separate rooms or whatever for the beginning there, but like he's in her house protecting her, helping her, taking care of her. He's mostly back to his old old self, you know, and yeah. and then it shows them with their kids and it shows Peta being the playful dad playing with his kid and and Katniss is smiling watching them yes. and is happy and she's holding their baby and she's all like and I love the way they incorporated the nightmare like explanation from the book. Yeah, into but the, the way movie. that she says it is much lighter lighter and and filled with hope more and where she like puts that emphasis on all the good things that people well, and done. like the way she even leads into it like i have nightmares too like i like because like her son's having mm -hmm. a little a little night scare and she's like oh i get him too and it's just i felt happier at the yeah. ending of the movie than i did at the ending of the book fair and I talked about that for like a really long time. When I yep. listened back to this and edited it, I might cut some out because that was a long time. <laughs> um, I will keep it's something I'm really passionate brief. about. It's something that bothered me a lot when I first read it and it still bothered me. I didn't want it to, but 
And and you're right. Some of it is just like my personal interpretation of the words. Yes, yes but, it is. But I also think some of it is not my interpretation of the words. Some of it okay. is just legitimate. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying just I think you weirdness. are you are 10 percent more passionate about this than I am. I'm probably more passionate about it than a lot of people. But yeah, that's why it's my number one. Yeah. And I'm done. I'm not going to say anything else about it. So. All right. I will be brief in my number one. I won't give any examples. Maybe I'll give one example just to like kind of explain what I'm talking about. But this is not just this movie. This is a problem I have with a lot of books turned into movies. The liberties that they take. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't Patron spin on it. You know, you're making it a movie. Do what you want. But when the story makes sense, why change it? Why move everything around? Yeah, why they rearranged a lot of stuff this time. The first half of this movie was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the second half was really well done. When I reached the second half of the movie, my notes are very small. But the notes I took on the first half of this movie, this movie is trash. Because they just moved stuff around they totally changed up the order they totally changed stuff that's happening they changed the dialogue they changed the emotions they changed a ton of stuff and then they expect it all to make sense and it doesn't there's so many <laughs> things that i'm like that makes no sense that wouldn't happen why where is this coming from well we've kind of already talked about one example which is prim being the one to go in and talk to Peta like that yeah that doesn't make, make sense, sense. <laughs> And then let's see. Um, let me give at least an example. Uh, yeah, they used Prim instead. Didn't make any sense there. Um, you have the conver the beginning is totally different again. What you're supposed to have is you're supposed to have Katniss recovering and she like, you know, is going about her life. And then they like she gets released from the hospital you know she's like back to full health before she goes and sees Peta. she's not like still recovering from being choked when she goes back to see him again it yeah. doesn't make sense but they're like whatever and they change the order and then there's another point where like when they're making the plan in district two with the nut president coin is there like on the screen the whole time. She's not yeah. supposed to be. She comes in at the end and you don't even see her approving the plan, but she does off screen. But they just like really liked putting President Coin in this movie a lot. Because they had to prove why she was evil enough for Katniss to kill. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, also, there's so much improvement with PETA that gets left out. Like everything. Um... The memories that, like, he has of Katniss's father and, like, the connection that those have left out. Um, I feel like Katniss's dad is something that actually is, like, pretty important throughout the entire book series. That And you never talk they about kind it. of try and throw it into the movies sometimes. With the but song, but... Or in, like, that picture, like, I brought dad, like, in part one. After yeah. she goes home, she brings the... Like, you yeah. don't feel the emotional connection as much because they don't really focus on it yep 
Um, the whole thing with the wedding, which I've already gone into. <laughs> but the wedding is supposed to happen way earlier. And then a bunch of stuff happens. And then they go do like they cut out the training entirely. Like they just and then the whole scene when they're in the Capitol, in the unit, going and doing stuff is very different. There is a lot of mm -hmm. stuff there that is different. And like, I just it doesn't make as much sense in the movie. The way that things happen just doesn't make as much sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, you had a story that made sense. Like, yeah, the end was a little weird. But if you it's, thought about it, yeah, it made sense. And then you totally changed the order and you changed stuff that happened. And now I'm confused. <laughs> so I just wish that they. I mean, obviously, you know, you can add a little drama. I know they love adding drama, but they didn't need to totally rearrange everything and try to, like, put a spin on every single scene. Yeah. Well, and something, too, that they did is they which we've talked about before, right? It's and it's a movie. They love the drama and whatnot, but they like really drew out some of the combat scenes. Yes. Like, especially with the, with the mutts in the sewers. Yes. I, yeah, I have, I have some like, notes on that, but I just didn't get into it. When you read the book, like that scene, like for the most part, the movie follows it really, really well, but the actual interaction with the mutts isn't that long. There's not like, like this huge really fight, fight scene because the way they're described in the book, you would have a very slim chance of surviving, of surviving. once they reach you. Like, they're terrifying. They're awful. <laughs> and like, it's not a matter of Finnick. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that we got to see Finnick be like a bad A, like with his trident, his trident yeah. and doing some dope moves. That doesn't happen, though. <laughs> like. They're all cli like climbing out and then he gets grabbed last and then they have to blow it up. Like no one's trying to fight those things because there's no way. Yeah. And so they definitely up to the drama in this whole movie at quite a few points. Yeah, but that's my number one. Just I just yeah, I wish they had maybe stuck to the at least the storyline a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> but yep that's that's it so you've got you see you covered yours in what that was like three four minutes <laughs> <laughs> to be fair my earlier points took a little bit longer so i'm trying to balance it out yeah <laughs> i just i saved the thing i just couldn't i just i need people to understand okay <laughs> Kaylee is very passionate about this. Listen, I just. To be fair, I understand that there's not always happy endings in life. And also, <laughs> I'm OK with certain movies and books and things not having a happy ending. I'm OK with it sometimes. Mm -hmm. However, this is a YA fiction. It should have a happy ending. <laughs> like a truly happy ending. Not just like a oh, meh happy ending. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah. Final thoughts really quick. Overall, like, the movie was fun to watch. I think I could watch that movie again and oh, really sure. like it. If I wasn't being analytical of it, I think I'd really like it. It was a well-made movie. It was fun. It was cool. 
I had but less notes on this one than I did the others, actually. So I, I had know. more. So yeah, <laughs> we focus on different things. I think. <laughs> I think we do. I think we do. But again, very different than the book. No, yeah, it's for it like definitely the main different points, but like in a totally different way. I do think seeing it though does help. It helps. Because this book, yes, reading it a second time did help make sense of it, but I still like I still feel like it just moves really quickly. The, first, the first time, time I, I read, read this book, was, I did not know Prim died until like two chapters later when she finally says like to when she sees like Buttercup and she's like, she's gone, she's dead. I'm like, oh, so she did die like that wasn't a dream like yeah. what <laughs> i was so confused by that part and so this time going through it i at least was like okay sh this is where she dies okay and so in a lot in a lot of ways the movie makes it really clear though and it's like, easier to follow yes. especially in the second half i will say the second half of this movie did a really good job at clarifying some points that the book mm -hmm. didn't do great the first half of this movie i had a lot of qualms with so you know 50 50 okay so then we we're left with with the question wait are we gonna do fan faux pas first oh whoops yep sorry again we've <laughs> just taken a long time i, I don't want to take too much longer so <laughs> we're good we've had longer episodes all right here it is so this is the second half of Allie's comment ally elf um from last week she said in the second movie i wish they showed the training that katniss and joanna did so they could join the fight in district two but i, I think she means the capital and yes 100 percent. they had two movies to cover 400 pages i don't think it would have been that hard to cover everything in the book yeah <laughs> somehow it still was i don't yeah. get it which is why we can be i think a little bit more skeptical as well yeah. Yeah. I'm like, guys, you had 200 pages to cover. Mm -hmm. How did you still fail? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say they failed. No, they didn't. I'm just being hypercritical. But yeah. But that's the point of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I apologize for forgetting anybody else's. That's the only. That's the only one I could find. One it's I can hard sometimes happening. having them all in different spots. <laughs> yeah. So, um, now that just leaves one final question, which yes. is, was the book better for part two? <sighs> I'm very torn here, but I'm going to give it a light yes. I'm going to give it a no. <laughs> could I say, could I split it? The first half of the book I liked a lot oh, better. Yes, I'm splitting it. Because at the end of the last episode, I said, yes, the book was better. But at the end of this one, I'm saying no. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the Part first two, half. Yeah, the first half book's better. No, no, no. The first half of this movie. Oh. Was not as good as the book. This movie. <laughs> the first half of the second half. <laughs> the third quarter. Uh, in the third quarter, the book so still had me. They lost it in the fourth and the movie okay. was better. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, I think part one, the book was still better, but also when I'm reading the book, I still really, really, really enjoy the book. And then towards the Up second half, I, 
up until I just, Prince I feel death, like the writing changes. I, I I feel like the it's, writing. Well, she was rushed. It's like yeah. her editors rushed her at the end, and you can tell. Because try not to hold it against sloppy. you, Suzanne Collins. I'm not going to hold no. it against you. I know she can do amazing writing. If you haven't read her other series, Gregor the Overlander, an amazing series. I personally love it. It's very, you know, it's meant for, you know, YA and kids. It's got a but Percy Jackson feel to it. Yeah. But oh my goodness, it was such a fun read. And I cried during the last book. It was so well written. So I know she has the potential to write better. Well, and again, <laughs> it's, it's not like this one's not well it written. It's just, yeah, I you feel like tell. towards the end of the book, you can tell she was rushed to finish things. And so it, it gets a little choppy, but. But so, yeah, I'm torn. I'm giving it a very uh, a light. Yes. In the fact that the first half of the movie was really weird and I had a lot of problems with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second half of the movie was really good. See, even with my problems with the first little bit and those, you know, the grievances I talked about, I still yeah. really enjoyed the movie. And again, it's the ending of the entire series. And yes. I feel like that it was a better a very ending. Big count like that counts for a lot. Yeah, it so, was a better ending in the movie. It's enough to sway that. me. Yeah, that's fair. On this one. So. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that another is, series done. <laughs> yes. So we are planning um, the mini-sode for next week. We're going to talk about the other uh, Hunger Games-esque book that came out that Suzanne Collins just released recently. The Ballad of songbirds or some something <laughs> ballad of siren of songbirds i think i'm looking at it's up, about so it's like snow's origin story yes which i'm very intrigued by <laughs> the ballad of songbirds and snakes that's what it's called there you go mm -hmm. so we are gonna read that and just do a quick little mini sode on just our thoughts obviously it's not a movie we're not gonna do a full episode but just i mean i figure we've read the hunger games series now we're We've got it fresh in our minds. Mm -hmm. We've just seen the end of snow. So now let's look at the beginning of snow. Yeah. So we'll do a little update. Yeah. A little quick mini. So whether or not week. we recommend it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then we'll be back the week after that with our new book. So it's St. Patrick's Day. So yes, our, our next one, our next will come full out. episode comes out on St. Patrick's Day. So which in is fine honor celebration of that. of that celebration of that our family's irish we have mm -hmm. lots of irish we have i personally do a lot of different irish traditions on saint patrick's day but mm -hmm. in honor of that we are going to be reading p.s i love you next mm -hmm. and comparing it to its movie um she'll be because a fun it, i mean it's not about saint this. patrick's day but it is about ireland so yes and i feel like <laughs> after reading enough. the hunger games you need something to like make you happy <laughs> yeah it's definitely a shift right it's not mm -hmm. i mean it's, it's more not a series it's a romance novel if you really want to categorize it but yeah it's a good one it's good i'm oh i'm yeah i'm ready for it so that's what we're gonna be doing next and if you forget just remember we've got that reading calendar now yeah go check it out and go to uh, our social go media Check all our social media at TBWD podcast and um, go over. Let us know your thoughts on. Um, oh, that's one thing. We're going to post a poll. I want to know, are you team Peter or team Gail? I'm curious on what the consensus is 
from the people. I mean, I have a very high theory that Peta is going to win, but <laughs> but we'll find out. But you <laughs> could surprise me. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely go head over at TBWD Podcast and let us know your thoughts. And um, yeah, just we'll be posting lots of stuff over there. So definitely go check check it out. Mm-hmm. Check, uh, with check, that, check it out. I think we're done. Yeah. yeah, so you can tune in for that mini-sode. Um, we also released our first mini-sode last week. Yeah, so if you've missed it, go check so it out. If Just a that's Q&A, something that interests you. <laughs> get to know us kind of thing. Otherwise, if you're not interested in the mini-sode kind of, that's fine too. If you just want to do fine. the full you episodes, we'll see it. you in two weeks' time. Yes. And with that. Goodbye. Goodbye, and have a good rest of your week. Bye.